So, uh, just off the top of my head, on the same... Have you seen this, basically, is what I'm asking. We have it for AI art, but it would seem that we have the technology to also apply this to music. Do you think there would be a text-based thing where you could easily just type in uh, emo rock mid-2000s, um, you know, male slash, you know, whatever, vocalist, you know, Thomas or uh, yeah, Tonda Long, Travis Barker on drums, and then like it creates that <laughs> like you know song for you. Oh yes, yeah, that'd be cool. Like you could say, I want John Bonham from you know this band. I want yeah. <laughs> Chris Cornell from this band. Yeah, mash that up. I want to hear what that sounds like. You could hear like you know the world's best artists who may have been long gone. Mm -hmm. uh, collaborate together in a different style. Yeah. That could be sick. Exactly. That'd be sick. <laughs> Who's doing the intro? <laughs> <laughs> I go, I guess. What episode is this? Six. Six. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Metaverse Podcast. This is episode six, all about AI. I've I've been wanting to get into this, but first of all, let's get into who we are. My name is Atlas Theory, here with my co-host, Archetype. How's it going, man? Good, man. I'm good. Had a good week. How about you? Good. Yeah. Had a crazy week. Dude, let's get into that. But first, I just want to say, we're in episode six. That means we're one third of the way to hitting our goal, where like 90% mm. of podcasts fail or something. What was the statistic like before episode 20? Episode 21. Yeah, I, it was something like 90% of episode, 90% uh, of podcasts yeah. don't make it past 20 episodes. And those that do go on to hundreds and are very successful. So that's yeah. our goal, right? Yeah, let's keep going, <laughs> man. Let's keep going. Yeah. I love it. And it's not like we're going to run out of uh, things to talk about because we've got a list a mile long. Dude, so. We do. <laughs> well, let's go into it then. Um, what? Have you done this week in the metaverse archetype? Ooh, uh, lots that I can't talk about <laughs> as <Okay>. usual. <laughs> yeah, um, but <laughs> I have uh, I have been doing a lot of research. Um, there's some really exciting programs that I've been playing around with in the background, um, and yeah, just trying to keep on top of things because it's moving fast, <laughs> and is. I wish I had more time to play. Um, but yeah, that's just been my uh, dedication to time at the moment is research. So nothing real interesting to share, but um, things are ticking away for me in the background. But awesome. uh, more, more interestingly, you were uh, you were on location. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was in Lisbon um, at 
a Star Atlas event, I guess you could say. Yeah, there's a few little events within like the whole period I was there that we had the Solana Games Day um, last Friday, which was a great event. We saw many, many games present what they're working on. Um, of course, Star Atlas just coming in strong. Uh, we had Michael's talk on Monday that dropped a ton of alpha um, about, you know, Star Atlas and and the roadmap ahead. Um, but I think one of the most special ones happened the day before, which is the Star Atlas meetup. Um, we had um, drinks at a brewery and then we all went to dinner. Um very cool experience. So I definitely was fully immersed in the metaverse this last week. Yeah. <laughs> so jealous. And you get some nice merch you're repping there. Oh, yeah. Got a new hat, guys, finally. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. Let's talk about AI, huh? Yeah. Let's get into it for sure. Um. This is something that wasn't really on my radar, or at least it was, but uh, I didn't think too much of it. Um, but the more I've been doing like a deep dive, man, like I think this is probably the biggest, the biggest uh, piece of the puzzle for the metaverse. More than like more than all the other hardware tech and things like that. Like this is going to permeate every single little element that goes into um that goes into building this metaverse mm -hmm. yeah it's really just i don't know i don't want to say of course we have so many technologies but like i don't want to say it's the backbone but like metaverse version three it could be you know like once it's learned mm. i don't know we, we have a lot to get into but like <laughs> yeah, AI is is going to be, I think, definitely a huge layer of the metaverse. Hmm. And I think like at the moment, people aren't really seeing it because the applications for it uh, currently is, you know, AI art that we're seeing at the moment, which is still fascinating. Right. It's still crazy. Um, but there, yeah, there's a whole other layer of application, um, which we'll talk about maybe we start with the ai art um yeah what have you been seeing with that man have you had a play yeah i have um so this this is interesting because i i feel kind of two ways about it um one of them is it's revolutionary it's like blowing my mind i spent an hour getting art for a certain project that would have taken me at least you know not taken me but i would have paid 150 dollars to have that same artwork done you know so yeah um on some level it's like oh man the speed at which like we're going to be able to move with certain projects is insane but at the same mm. time my co-host is also an artist so <laughs> i would love to get i would love to get your thoughts because i don't know yeah, I'll just pass it to you, man. How are you? How are you feeling about AI? Uh, I kind of wish I had like you know, imagine you have a time machine. You could go back in time and um, you know, pick the lottery tickets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I had a time machine. I could go back and have this technology. 
um yeah like yeah it's like one of those things it's like well am i out of a job right (laughs) um because some of the stuff like i have dreamed about being wanting to create uh and i guess like when it comes to that point in time where something challenges your world Hmm. you either you either um go against it or you you don't accept it and you get left behind or you 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 accept the change you adapt to it and you embrace it and you move on or you reinvent yourself yeah um and so that's what i'm thinking like i'm thinking that you know traditional art there may be a place for it um that still survives through this ai art um Mm -hmm. i don't know where that would be uh but i'm willing to embrace it man like i'm I've had a play and it's, it's hard to do. Like I really respect, um, there's a few AI artists that I follow and I encourage. And, um, I think the stuff that they do is amazing and it's definitely a skill to pull that off. So, uh, yeah, it is a computer doing it. Um, those artists, those AI artists couldn't use traditional tools to create that. But then again, like it's not a single point, like it's a sliding scale, like, I couldn't do the artwork I do without an evolution in software in technology. Like, you know, um, if I was to grind up rocks or different pigments and try and paint something to this level, right. uh, yeah, I could probably do it, but it's not going to be at the same uh, degree of quality. Mm-hmm. So I can't really like throw stones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think what these people are doing that they're, they're, uh, they're skilled, they're creating really nice artwork. Um, yeah. And I think for me to get ideas out, uh, you know, I'm often just like looking on the internet and getting inspiration, having like plant like images in my brain to develop an idea. Um, and it's so hard to search for those ideas. Yeah. You know, you got to put the right words into Google to get that. True. Whereas now, like I could just simply like put those same words that I would normally put into Google search to still search for an image, but it's just being generated in front of me. And from that, it can give me inspiration and I can work with it. I can either layer over the top of it or I can re- recreate it with traditional tools. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited for it, man. I'm I'm ready to adapt and, and move forward with it. So speaking of that, like layering on top of, do you think there's a case where artists would still be commission on maybe a foundational level to create like a reference image or reference character for an AI to then adapt and build um, off of for like a certain brand or a character or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Like uh, from what I've used the tools is, um, you know, words are great. Words will get you a certain way through that. Um, but if you have a reference image for the AI, uh, you get a much better result. Um, and really like all that AI is doing is just scouring the internet, like super fast and finding just different references and, um, and drawing on those. So essentially you're doing the same thing. You're giving it a base point. Um, so yeah, I, I could see that that could be a way that could be done. Um, and the cool thing about that is like, it doesn't just have to be artists that contribute uh, a piece, uh, like a base image. It could be like a photographer or, um, yeah, someone who 
writes like a really good storyline, mm. um, you know, everyone can get involved, which is really cool. Mm. I really like that. So uh, just off the top of my head on the same, have you seen this basically is what I'm asking. We have it for AI art, but it would seem that we have the technology to also apply this to music. Do you think there would be a text-based thing where you could easily just type in uh, emo rock mid-2000s, you know, male slash, you know, whatever vocalist, you know, Thomas or uh, yeah, Tonda Long, Travis Barker on drums. And then like it creates that (laughs) like, you know, song for you. Oh, yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like you could say, I want John Bonham from you know this band i want yeah <laughs> chris cornell from this band yeah mash that up i want to hear what that sounds like you could hear like you know the world's best artists who may have been long gone mm-hmm. uh collaborate together in a different style yeah that could be sick exactly that'd be <sighs> sick that'd be fun mm. awesome yeah you could pick up on your like spotify playlist you know how they have like um suggested for you like yeah. from what you've been listening to yeah, they could have a section where it's just like AI music suggestions. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cause like it, and what if like, what if that could become a band that people, like a brand? Right, yeah. people followed? I think it could be, you know, and it, it's so crazy, mm. like <laughs> at the end of this, because it seems like music and art before the AI art were pretty much in the same place. Like they've advanced the tools so much where, I could press a button and drag it and get any color in existence that I want, right? But on the same token, mm. I could click here and get any note that I want, right? So, like, yeah. it seems like they're in the exact same place where a tool like the art could be easily easily moved over to music. Because mm-hmm. you could have an artist that is generated by AI mm-hmm. that talks walks and does all that sort of stuff plus their music is ai um plus like ai algorithms could quite easily like find ways to like game the system and and post Mm -hmm. on social platforms like that that entity could just (laughs) it could take over man really like it could it could just become a superstar and just game the system yeah, I, I don't know if I want to get too into it, but like you mentioned it kind of there with like <laughs> with the superstar, but like, yeah, it's, I have this curator theory where we kind of evolve out of being creators into like these imaginative people using AI tools for everything, you know, and you don't yeah, have to like... be a good singer because the AI fixes you and you don't have to know guitar because the AI can do it, but you have what you want in your head. So, you know, and then you're like yeah. painting these music videos as you're doing it, you know, as well with the AI art. It's just, ah, oh, it's just so much possibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you become like the, the Johnny, is it Johnny Ivy? I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting that name right. Um, just like a music producer that instead of going out and finding talent, you're just like crafting these uh, AI characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, like you said, you become a curator. Like you, you find the ones that are successful and you keep them and you just keep creating this like record label of different artists. Yep. Um, and it's all you just pulling the strings in the background. 
Right. Man. I, I heard it will become. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be crazy. I actually heard, uh, I'm trying to remember the country. Um, so I apologize. But there is actually a guy and maybe now, now a team of people who create like metaverse characters like we've talked about in previous episodes. But I think they do a little bit with this as well. Just because like there's no scandals involved with a fictionary entity you know mm. and so investors kind of pour in especially if he can get like gain traction and attention because they know that cannot mm. a, a fallout's not going to happen yeah anyways we can move on yeah. <laughs> i don't want to go too <laughs> deep into yeah that way but yeah. keep it uh ai here <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah like the, the at the moment like we were saying the the art side of things like you have to be pretty skilled with with your words mm -hmm. um and i'm not a wordsmith whatsoever but uh i know that that's sort of your area so i'm thinking like um for you for your application because you you can craft words like where are you thinking that you know with someone with that skill set like where could that go with, Dude. with being able to create with your words yeah we are i i call it we're going back to like the campfire like that's that's kind of how i put it because i think we're going to be real time storytellers um i did a video last year um on a completely ch different channel i don't use anymore where I, I wrote a book in 30 days. I, I took the average, um, you know, book. I watched length. that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a sick video. Yes. And yeah. And I just told the story and I used um, a voice function to record everything I was saying and it typed it out for me. So I, I did no physical typing. Um, expand that into an AI similar to the AI art in real time, right? Um, and now we could pair those, the arts and the words, and a visual could be happening in front of me as I tell a story, right? So like, it's a theater of sorts or a visual campfire because I imagine people doing streams, live streams, right? And the audience all fills in because you, you're there in the moment, live catching these true storytellers just oh. telling a beautiful story, you know, and you get to yeah. watch it, you know? Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of like one of my favorite comedians, um, Theo Vaughn. He's such a good storyteller, or um, Bert Kreischer. Mm. Um, people like that, that just, you before they even, they open their mouth and like whatever they're telling, whatever story they're, they're talking, it's just, um, you're already captivated. You know, it's going to be good. Mm. Um, yeah. People with that skill set, And like you said, live, like, Whoa, <laughs> dude, that would be sick. Yeah. I, so you're thinking that the visuals would come up. The AI is so good that the visuals would come up instantly as they're saying the words. Yeah. It won't happen now, but eventually I think that, we're going to go from the AI art to 
moving AI art to real time moving AI art. Um, and yeah, once we can get that, um, there's people already making tools a lot better that is than have ever been released with like real time text. So once they can pair mm. like that stuff with yeah AI art, I think that yes. time will come. And and I say it all the time. I think freestyle rappers have the advantage. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you know, even imagine that inside of freestyle rap. You know, them like you know, the, yeah. they're singing. Like music videos are popping up for us as they're like freestyling. Um, yeah. But those sharp minds that can think in that way are going to have. A huge, huge, huge advantage in the age of AI. Hundred percent. And if you went to like a live concert, mm -hmm. you're getting a unique experience. Like if you type in a word uh, or a sentence for AI, and you hit go, it's going to generate an image. You take that same word and you hit like refresh, it's going to generate a different image. So if you were to go see like a performer, and they did their normal like storytelling, it could be the same story but the visuals are going to be different for every live event that they do, which is pretty unique. Like the people in the audience are getting a unique experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, if that person was booked to do like two or three shows uh, in the same town, you know, you'd have people come back again a second time, take their friends next time and they get a totally different experience. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. That's so awesome. Yeah. And then, like, imagine this beyond, like, let's go into more nerdy things for a second. Like, imagine this yeah. on, like, <laughs> just, like, a DM, you know? Oh, yes. <laughs> like, role players, <laughs> role players, they're set, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. you start in a tavern, you know? The old uncle, blah, 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 limps over to the bar. And you just see these characters, you know, start to move. And, like, you're drinking your ale and the foam is blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, you know, close-up beer mug, you know, foam on the big-ass yeah. beard. <laughs> you know, awesome stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just real time. Yeah. I wonder if, like, if you could have someone telling a story... And then you go into that room and then the experience is not like a 2D image that's changing, but the 3D environment mm. could change around you based on what that storyteller is telling you. Mm. Like a, mm. like an AR, AI experience? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, a, like a blend, kind of going to that back not backbone but that like metaverse layer yeah of ai mm. yeah um we were talking about this we've talked about it a few times but we've both seen this guy on twitter who takes um ar videos of um family events and he kind of mm. like stores you know those memories and ai kind of like tries to fill in the the pieces that are not so you know, perfect. Oh, like a captured. 3D scan? Yeah. 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 So, you know, imagine that then with also some of these AI capabilities. Do you want to go into that at all? Like what what could yeah. AI do in that realm, do you think? Okay. So uh 
going like we'll get to 3D. What I'm thinking is like what I've seen with 2D. Okay. So with 2D, um, like Photoshop have this auto fill feature where say I take a photo of you and I want to, I just want to see the room behind you. I can actually select you and then say auto fill and it will take the surrounding background of you and just like wipe you out and fill you in. It'll do like that whole room behind you as if you were never there. Um, Reverse. So you can think like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, you could do it the other way and just have lots of Aaron. Um, But, (laughs) but yeah, um, I've seen that too with like converting 2D images to 3D. So um, there was one post that we posted on our Metaverse podcast um, Twitter page and it was 2D images that was taken from like Google Earth and this company was like generating those into 3D worlds and it was like this 3D fly through. Mm -hmm. So you'd have like an image that is completely flat but they could pull that up into this 3d environment uh, and it would just think out the rest of what it can't see, like the back of a mountain. It would just generate that. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking like if that's possible, like what that means for like a 3d world, like to be able to be generated in AI. Yeah. Um, like instantly you, you think like how long it takes for um, something like GTA, like a game, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there is things that they're doing, like the game mechanics and the characters and the storyline. That all takes time. But how much of that is actually generating like a 3D world, a 3D map? Like, what if AI just took that and just generated it to the point where you're just doing like a little bit of cleanup? Um, or if it's just random, every time you go into the game, you're getting this different version of the map. That would be pretty sick. That would be awesome. I really like that. And that that really adds to like the metaverse idea too is you know, let's use Star Atlas. Eventually we're going to run out of like planets that they have made. But as we travel out into space, AI could provide that like ever populating, you know, solar system, you know, that Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. But I, I really I really <laughs> like that unique um video game aspect that you're talking about because people really gravitate towards, you know, or I should say they'll show up for a unique experience, you know, because, well, we know why, but like it it creates such a special bond between whoever is there, you know, and they may only get, you know, sight of, let's say a rare, plants or animal or something that is populated in that instance once in their whole gameplay you know (laughs) yeah yeah i hate to be nerdy again but like going to pokemon like with legendaries like maybe that legendary never appears in your game you know and like yeah or in that instance of you playing it but um yeah have you had any other thoughts with this then Yeah, I was thinking like, um, you know, like recreating like historical events would be cool. Mm. Um, So for AI, like there is documented history on, on, you know, as far back as we can sort of go. But like if you think like either ancient times, 
um, you know, there's still quite a lot that was written about those days, like even like ancient Rome or something like that mm-hmm. um, could be like generating like the streets of Rome. Like we know kind of like what everyday life was like. You could walk around and you could interact with different characters. They could just be like an NPC um, just like a citizen on the street, but uh, they could be generated and they could have like a little backstory already. So you could go up and like talk to them um, and just like get a sense of what it was like and be immersive or, um, you know, you could be in the, <laughs> in the King's palace and you could like talk to Caesar or whatever. Uh, but maybe like, you know, even thinking like near history, like what if there was someone in history that uh, we have actually like photographic or video or audio recordings of that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that person, like a deep fake could just be generated and then you could just go along with that person and, and experience what it was like for them to be a, a fly on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And and like you're saying, the closer we are to our history now, the more documentation we have of people. So like mm. the more accurate, let's say, we'll be able to recreate it. But like just listening to you talking about, you know, ancient history, I was like, dude, that's our school system. Like, oh, yeah eventually yeah you just <laughs> you just have to go explore this stuff and then like maybe there's a test or something or you have to just report on like who you spoke to in history you know at what yeah. timeline you know um but dude and that that has huge implications too because like for instance that's just i don't know elvis we have a ton of you know documentation on him including his voice Mm. and his you know his singing voice but also his speaking voice just run that through an ai and it's learned you know yeah oh yeah there's and then you can sit back yeah you could have like um going back like you you talking about schooling and stuff like Mm. you might have the written like spoken um discussion in the classroom and then your job as a student you might have to go and speak to this character and to draw out information Mm -hmm. and um maybe even like interview them like you're saying and you ask the right questions and it unlocks certain answers like Mm -hmm. that could be a thing as well this little treasure hunt of history right you just like sparked a memory of like irobot the movie or he's like yeah. <laughs> asking that that digital representation and he's like my responses are limited you must ask the right questions and it's like yes <laughs> yeah uh, well, what if like okay yeah you go you no you no 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 i was done <laughs> i was just freaking out mm-hmm. what if okay what if these famous people in history that you're going back and talking to aren't just these distant you know, strangers or celebrities that you, you have not really any connection with. What if they were people in your family? Mm. You know, like what if you could go back uh, and you could talk with like your grandfather that you never met or, yeah. uh, you know, as long as you had something to, for that AI to riff off, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be hard maybe for our generation, but like look at look at what we are recording look at what we are documenting about ourselves right. like already you and i have 
you know, hundreds of hours of, of recorded video and audio mm. um, combined, like uh, that's heaps for that AI to go off. My grandkids, maybe I'm not around um, by the time they grow up, uh, they could go back and have AI generate me if they were ever interested mm-hmm. <laughs> in talking to me. Um, you know, it could pull up like text history, search history, um, my music playlist, like there's this digital footprint that I have left that AI could go and scour mm-hmm. and build a representation of me. Um, that's crazy. That's you know awesome. what I mean? Yeah, it really is. It's like, and in a sense, there's a lot of like philosophical questions that, you know, come into play, but like, I think it could even return legacy which is kind of something we've lost in recent times you know to to the family you know and we're like you can learn lessons from these people who have gone before you know as like you said as long as they care about putting that information out which i think i think a good amount of people would yeah um i mean i've forever wanted to do like a holiday, you know, before I started to learn about this metaverse stuff, I was like looking at Star Wars and like their, I, don't, I forgot what it's called, like Hall of Memories or something. I'm like, I'm going to do that for my family, like someday. Like, I want to create a hologram yeah. of myself, you know, so I can speak to my, yeah. you know. So, like, <laughs> that's something that I think is innate, like building something that lasts way beyond ourselves, you know. Yeah. Like when I, when I talk to my dad, he's got like just the most amazing stories Mm. and I'm trying to remember them so that I can tell my son. And, you know, I'm hoping that he's of an age where he can ask those same stories and and listen to them. Like you were saying, like that camp story, Mm. um, campfire stories. Uh, yeah. But imagine if you had the time to, to record those like little details of your life and those little fun facts and fun stories Mm -hmm. and then future generations uh you're you're long gone you're dead uh future generations could bring you up and just come and sort of sit around and listen to stories from old grandpa joe yeah (laughs) or uh, you know what i mean yeah and um and learn like what life was like back then because in in a in a time of history we're in now we are like like they call it post-truth where truth is being distorted. But if you've got these real genuine characters <coughs> that have these stories, mm. then oh, it's almost like a little portion of history is kept untouched. Um, you're saving that history in its realest form. Right. And then you could bring that back up with, with this AI. Yeah. No. And going back to like the AR, you know, and the AI being able to fill in the voices, let's say perhaps, um, or even just like a recording, because I think that these memories that you're saying are going to be paired with, and we already do it. Like families already take a ton of pictures and they record events, right? So it's already natural to us, but I think there's going to be some type of like, yeah, 3D camera that you set up in the middle of your room you don't all get around to take the family picture. It's just, it's just recording. You're like opening yeah. 
presents on on Christmas, you know, and like yeah. eventually you'll be able to bring that into your metaverse or even just yeah view it or walk through it in VR, you know, yeah, and you just get to like sit down while you know your younger self is opening gifts and you get your yeah. first puppy, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fully freaking cool. Well, you see kids when they were young and cute before they got big and annoying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, oh man, possibilities! Hey, like, yeah, that's crazy. What if, like, you you had a loved one? It would be kind of creepy if, like, you know, you had a loved one that died and you had them walking around the house in AR, but. Um, maybe something a little less morbid. <laughs> what if they were just like away on holidays and instead of doing like a, a voice call or a video call with them, um, like you still, you do the voice call, mm -hmm. but then the AI generates like an augmented reality hologram version because you're wearing some, some sort of wearable. Mm -hmm. uh, it generates them in the kitchen. So mm -hmm. as you're having like a real conversation with real audio over a phone call, like a traditional phone call, mm -hmm. you're able to visually see that person standing there in the room. Mm. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that would be insane. Yeah, there's so many implications. And that person, that person would need to like record with like a video camera and worry about the background or the environment they're in. They could literally be laying in bed, having a conversation with you late at night, Mm -hmm. And you could see them. Mm. I okay. <laughs> the wheels are turning. Yeah, <laughs> I have like a little short script I want to write now. So, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Good. Should we leave it there? I feel like yeah, we could talk for hours. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's a really good like place um, because we're gonna have another ai episode for sure because we've only scratched the surface of what all this means you know and yeah. where it's going yeah mm. oh man yeah well i'm interested to um to hear what other people are thinking like after listening to this conversation i'm sure other people like having these little fireworks shooting off so um yeah, if you if you guys are listening, yeah, comment below. We want to know what your uh, theory crafting for this for this AI. What's next? What do you think? Oh yeah, um, some applications are for AI, and uh, what are you hoping to see? We want to we want to hear from you. Definitely, guys. Yeah, write down below or send us a tweet or a video tweet. That'd be cool. Mm. <laughs> All right, so uh, dude, before we go, um, let's do our regular. We'll have our community shout out for this week. Um, and I thought it was very fitting if we had someone from the AI world, from the AI community. Um, and so today I want to shout out David Sprite Von Pixel, yeah. which is at Moby Wright on Twitter. Um, dude, this guy <laughs> has taken ai art to the next level yeah um i first saw him on the uh, star atlas art comp that I had and just fell in love with his work like he's a real wordsmith to come up with this stuff i don't know how he does it uh like i said i've had a crack and it's really hard um he's got a real skill 
and just the stuff is captivating what he's doing. Um, I particularly love like his portraits that he does. Mm, um, so good. The lighting, the composition, <clears throat> the colors, they're just amazing. Uh, and he's done like a lot within the community. Like he's very active in in that whole AI art community and encouraging others. Um, just love to see that. And uh, he's done a collaboration with one of our friends of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shaddix. Awesome. Yeah. So um, he launched his collection, um, which was called Cyber Glitch. Uh, check that out if you haven't seen it. And um, he had like a 3D space as well, like showcasing all the, the different NFTs. And um, our boy Shaddix supplied the music for it. So, <laughs> uh, again, just having those audio and, and visual uh, complimenting each other was sick. Um, so yeah, that's my shout out for today, man. Uh, go check him out on Twitter. He's at Moby Wright. Awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I really love his art. I've been debating like which one to buy for a little bit <laughs> yeah. from his collection. There's a lot of cool ones. Yeah, definitely go check him out. Yeah. Well, cool. guys, that was episode six of the Metaverse. You have anything else before we go, Archetype? No, nah, man. Uh, if anyone has suggestions for episodes, we have a list. We have a big list of uh, stuff we want to cover. But if you have any suggestions or what you would like to see us cover next, um, let us know. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Mm. We'll get it right on that. So many cool topics. But I'll see you guys later. Please follow us or subscribe depending on which platform you're watching listening on uh leave us a review if you happen to be on one of the podcast platforms uh we would really appreciate that but we'll see you guys next week for episode seven see you guys later (laughs) 